Hello everyone, uh, Tito Bort again here with another cold calling training. Uh, today I have Caitlin Ludwig from Adaptive Medical Partners. Hey, how are you? <laughs> good, how are you doing? Good, good, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. Um, it's actually funny, I interviewed one of your friends recently. Uh, we did both the cold calling training and then SDR Superstar series and a lot of cool stuff. So. Um, it's good to have you here today. Yes, thank you. Yeah, she set the bar really high, so <laughs> here goes nothing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll we'll keep it fun and friendly, and um, I'm I'm excited. As always, I don't research anything about your company. It's funny. I was even asking you, you know, oh, what's the name of your company again? Um, <laughs> and the idea for that is, of course, ask somebody who's going to be receiving a call from this random company who's going to try to sell me something. I don't want to know anything about it. Otherwise, I already know you're pitching me. Um, right. what, what I do want to start with and give the audience some visibility on is, is who am I uh, and, and what type of company do I work for, um, what's my role, priorities, um, things like that. So help me understand who's your ideal customer profile, buyer persona, and all that. Sure. So specifically targeting healthcare and is there a healthcare facility that employs their own physicians? Um, so. It would be either a hospital, sometimes a multi-specialty group, or we do a lot of work with federally qualified health centers, um, just kind of a community care clinic. And the, the person that we're usually trying to meet with is the chief executive officer of the hospital. Sometimes there is an in-house recruiter that we will meet with, but nine times out of 10, it's still the CEO that's going to be the one that's signing off on an agreement. Okay, cool. So I'm CEO at a hospital. Um, what are my priorities? Uh, I mean, it's funny because when you're when you're director of sales, it's easier. Your priorities are more defined. When I'm CEO, it's it's changing all the time, right? One month I'm focused on operations. The next month I'm focused on marketing. I'm just trying to align the company and make it work. So. What this tells me is this could be about anything. You said the second person that could you could talk to was recruitment. Mm -hmm. So I assume there's going to be a little bit regarding recruitment. Uh, help me understand a company not using or not engaging on uh, on on any sort of like work engagement with your company. Um, this recruitment person that might be leading recruitment. What are the usual ways they recruit, or what are the how are they recruiting? How is hospital recruitment different from like, you know, I'm in tech, so sure. I need some visibility. So it's, it's crazy. The, the physician shortage is, is growing. Um, actually by 2025, the association of American medical colleges is predicting a physician shortage of 44,000 physicians. So oh, wow. yeah, it's, and a lot of people don't even realize this is a, this is an issue. But hospitals in rural communities, you know, I mean, we, um, a hospital in a town of 3,000 people are struggling to find a physician, whereas Dallas, Austin, you know, these huge cities are still struggling, but they're not going to be struggling as much as rural facilities. So typically, if you have an in-house recruiter, a lot of times in small facilities, the CEO will actually take over recruitment because that is vital to the hospital staying open. I mean, if you don't have a physician. Right. Um, so how typically a hospital do, I mean, 
they try everything from posting the job online. They use, you know, different outside agencies. Typically, more often than not, I mean, probably 100% of the time, the people I'm speaking with are using some sort of outside agency like us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, okay, I think that gives me enough context to, to take a call and, and try to navigate through it. Um, good news for all my friends that went to Duke and are going through medical school. There's a lot of shortages of, you know, doctors, so you'll get yeah. a job someday. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Especially if they go for primary care, they'll get a job like that. So. Yeah, that's the way to go. Cool. Good, good stuff. I know that uh, a lot of student loans are, are piling up for a lot of my friends. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough career choice. Um, and, but yeah, highly appreciate it for all the people who are in that field. So for sure. uh, let me, let me pretend to be a hospital CEO. Uh, of course, I'm going to move off the camera because okay. I assume you're not video calling your cold prospects. Uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird, you know, if you just like FaceTime him. FaceTime requests from Caitlin, don't even know what this is. So. <laughs> I, I think that now that like Vidyard is emerging, it's like, oh, you should do video and whatever. I'm going to start trying to like FaceTime gold prospects and see what happens. Yeah. Um, if somebody picks up, I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I, I think mean, I would pick up if somebody's video calling me because I'd be like, there's just no way video <laughs> cold call me. Like it, it must be some of my friends who just got a new phone or something. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, for, for the purposes of this training, we're going to pretend it's a regular phone call. So I'm going to move Perfect. off the screen. Um, okay. So, okay. So probably a rural hospital. I'm a CEO. Okay. Um, is there, an, I, I, I assume I have an executive assistant. Or no? Yep. So sometimes we'll hit the executive assistant. A lot of times the we have direct lines, which is nice. So yeah. that doesn't matter. If you want to do executive assistant, totally fine. Or yeah, I'll lines. be uh, I'll be I'll be the executive assistant first, and then you're trying to reach um, uh, Michael. Okay. Michael. Okay. Uh, ring a ring. Hello, thanks for calling ABC Care. This is Jonathan, how can I help you? Hey Jonathan, is Michael in today? Uh, yeah, who's calling? Yeah, this is Caitlin. I was just trying to get in touch with Michael. Uh, Caitlin, where are you calling from? I am with Adaptive Medical Partners. Okay, is he uh, expecting your call? We actually work with the hospital just down the road from you guys. I'm not sure if Michael knows Rick DeFore, but Rick DeFore, the hospital CEO over there, said that Michael was looking for a family practitioner, so I want to get in touch with him. Um, okay. Uh, let me check. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll let you through. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Michael. Hey, Michael, this is Caitlin with Adaptive Medical Partners. How are you? Uh, doing well. How can I help you? Michael, I was just telling Jonathan, I was speaking with Rick DeFore. He is with the hospital right down the road from you guys in Stanford. Do you happen to know Rick? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Well, he did mention that you guys were looking for a family practitioner, and I am with Adaptive Medical Partners. We're a permanent physician recruitment firm. Is that still the case? Are you guys still looking for a physician? 
Uh, yeah, we uh, we are looking to fill up that role, but we already work with uh, with a few recruitment partners, and uh, and we're very happy with their work. Sure. Um, how long? Do you mind me asking how long you guys have been looking for that family practice practitioner? Uh, about three months. Okay. Okay. And how quickly do you need someone in the facility? Uh, yesterday. That's how quickly yeah. I need them. Well, you are not alone, Michael. I, I know with the holidays and the end of the year rapidly approaching, you are super busy. So if I could just have two minutes of your time, I would really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, how can you help me get that person faster than anybody else? Like what's different about you? Yeah, absolutely. So we are a smaller recruitment firm. We're based out of Dallas. And what we do is with the competition, with the growing physician shortage, we know we need to laser focus a family practitioner on your opportunity. So what we do is we have one of our experienced recruiters. They come out there, they do the profile visit, they strategize. So then your recruiter is essentially an extension of you. What we're going is we're going after the right fit candidates. And I know you said that you guys work with other outside firms and you're happy but you guys still have this opening. So are you guys seeing a lot of interviews and no placements or are you guys not seeing any candidates at all? Uh, you know, we're very strict here. We, we really care about the quality of the candidates. So we've had a few people come in. Um, unfortunately though, even though we're very competitive in like who we want to pick, uh, we also don't have huge budgets because uh, you know, uh, the, the way our funding has been deployed, it doesn't give us a lot of flexibility in how much we can pay. So it's a struggle between trying to find the right person that's uh, qualified and also not being able to offer them, you know, as, as much as maybe some other hospitals in slightly bigger cities might be offering them. Sure, sure. And that's really where the importance of having a recruiter that is experienced will come into play because I know you mentioned the larger towns, but even Austin, Texas, each unique position has its unique challenges. So you're not alone in your family practice search. So when we come out there and we, the recruiter really strategizes with you, we figure out what are the incentives for your hospital? You know, what sets you apart? And then again, try and find not only the physician that's the right opportunity, the right physician for you guys, but the family as well, because they're going to be the ones moving into town. So again, we focus on finding the right fit candidate and Actually, 81% of our placements are with the first physician we send out to interview. And we have done a lot of work in towns very similar to you guys. Again, Rick Dufour just placed a family practitioner with him. I'm going to be coming through your town next week and wanted to see if you were available to sit down with me and we can go over more of those, hey, how can we sell this opportunity for the incentives that it has and find that right fit physician for you guys? Do you have... 30 minutes next Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, that, that could possibly work. Um, are your fees just very similar to every other recruitment firm or is there any difference? I mean, as I said, you know, we're budget constrained. I, I can't really spend uh, too much uh, effort on this, but, you know, and I'm super busy, but if you can meet me at 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday next week uh, and you're around, um, yeah. I can do that. We can even go to dinner. I We are a retained firm, so there is... You know, again, you'll have that retained recruiter that is your recruiter that is laser focusing a candidate on your opportunity alone. And we can just discuss fees. And again, we've worked with hospitals very, very similar to you guys that are in the same sort of funding. So we can figure out something that works. So I will just 
send a calendar request to you um, for 8.30 on Tuesday. And let me make sure I have your correct email address. Is it michael.tom at gmail.com? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Cool. Yeah, that works. Um, that, that is good stuff. That, that, was a, that was a solid call. I think you did a, a lot of really, really good things there. Um, I, I am going to turn around uh, and, and call you. You got quite specific on the recruitment and how you guys work, which is interesting because I've, I haven't worked with recruitment. And for me, it's all about like how you're different and all that. that that's what was going through my head. So the audience, um, sorry if I can't do an excellent job here. Um, Right. Most of the things that I coach on when, when we're doing cold calling is a very differentiated product, right? We're a new technology, we're a new learning management system, we're a new ATS, we're a new sure. management network, we're a new anything, document sharing, like it could be anything, any sort of technology. In your case, you're actually selling a recruitment service and um, it makes sense to do outbound outbound. Um, sales development work because of the contract values, right? So you're going to make a lot of money out of making me as a CEO, your client, and then me sourcing a few candidates a year through you. It's mm -hmm. totally worth it. Um, so and I'm going to give it a try. Uh, do, do have the receptionist part because I think that is where um, I, I have the, uh, at least a few pointers on how you, yeah, great how you can navigate receptionists better. So okay. uh, I'm going to move off the screen again and uh, I, I'm, I'm calling you. Who am I trying to reach to? And, and I assume you're going to be the receptionist first. Okay. So the CEO is Caitlin. I'll be fine. And then I guess the receptionist all pretend to be Susan. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, ring, ring. Midland Memorial. This is Susan. Hey, Susan. Uh, this is Michael. Is Caitlin in? Yeah, Michael. Um, she's in a meeting right now. Um, can I ask who's calling? Uh, yeah, it's Michael. Um, if she's in a meeting, no, no worries. I'll, I'll send her an email and I might call her back in about an hour. I appreciate it, Susan. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Hour later. Ring, ring. This is Susan with Midland Memorial. Hey, Susan. It's Michael calling back. How are you? Hey, Michael. Um, I'm fine. Again, who are you with again? Uh, I am with uh, AMP Health. Um, I was just trying to get a hold of uh, Caitlin for uh, two minutes. Uh, is she available? Um, I can see. Do you mind me asking um, the nature of your call? Uh, yeah, we're working with uh, some hospitals in the area. Uh, specifically, I was talking to Rick uh, down the road at uh, 123 Hospital. And he asked me, he mentioned that I should get in touch with, uh, with Caitlin today. Uh, you can just let her know that it's uh, Michael uh, from AMP Health, and I am—I uh, was referred by by Rick. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Hey, this is Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. Uh, this is Michael calling from uh, AMP Health. I was really hoping to just speak with you for a few minutes. Um, do you have two minutes now? Sure. Um, do you want me to ask them what what this is in regards to? Yeah, I, I'll keep it super brief. Uh, we are a uh, specialty recruitment firm. I was talking to Rick down the road in the hospital, in the hospital one, two, three, and he mentioned you have a family practitioner uh, position open that you've been trying to recruit for, recruit for for about three months. And uh, just wanted to check how that is going for you. What are some of the resources you're using? 
and what's preventing you from filling up that position faster? Yep. No, we've been looking for a male practitioner for three months to write and need someone yesterday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I, I assume you're not just, you know, uh, blasting uh, emails or, or just looking on LinkedIn. You, you must have somebody working with you. What are they doing today and why is that not working for you? Yep. So we're working with a couple of contingent firms and then we're actually, util we just started utilizing a retained firm. Do you, are you guys contingent or retained? Uh, we work actually in retain, and the reason we do that is because we find that contingent firms tend not to bring the right candidates many times. Um, have you had problem filling this position because of the lack of number of candidates or because just uh, they're not a good fit once they come in for the interview? What are your biggest challenges there? Um, I mean, yeah, we have a lot of people interview, but of course, we're in the middle of nowhere, so we lose candidates all the time to the bigger cities. Exactly. I completely understand. You know, I talk to uh, a lot of kind of like regional hospitals in smaller cities and we're a firm based in, in Dallas, Texas. And what you're telling me, I, I hear about it all the time. That's actually why we believe the retainer model works a little bit better because we're going to be able to, um, you know, uh, do here for you and, and make it easier is you have a hundred percent dedicated recruiter who's really going to go and understand what are the benefits of your, um, of your hospital how does it work and find the right family. It's not only about the candidate because they, they will need to relocate with their whole family to, to your area and start working at the hospital. So you try to find a good fit for that, looking at you know the schools around you, the type of profile you're looking at, the type of education, the uh, you know family income and so on to try to understand how can a family adapt itself to your, to your needs. Does that sound like, a, like an interesting approach to maybe try? Right. Yeah. And um, in, in the beginning, you know, I mentioned we have been using contingent and we just actually recently signed a retained firm as well. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, what I'd like to do is just uh, have a conversation with you. I'm actually going to be in town next week. Um, and, you know, I know you're a busy person as, as a CEO, so happy to meet with you, you know, as early as five in the morning, as late as 10 p.m. if you need to. <laughs> Uh, I just really believe that if we have a conversation, I'll just show you some of the examples of people we've placed and how our firm has worked together with the hospitals to really build a partnership that constantly works to help them uh, bring the right candidates. Uh, it's, it's, it's been fantastic. We, we all know about the shortage of medical practitioners. Um, uh, and that's why, you know, I wanted to get in touch with you. So what time next week works for you? Um, happy to adapt to your schedule. Um, Tuesday in the morning works fine. I will say, you know, with we did just find that other retained firm, so I don't know if our budget would allow to utilize another retained firm, but you never know. Yeah, of course, you know, and that, that's why I want to meet with you. We can explore a couple of different options, understand, um, you know, how many people you're recruiting, what, what's the scope of work. Uh, we have different ways to partner up and uh and we can decide if it's a good partnership or not if it's not then that's fine but uh, as i said you know we we're really specialized in your type of hospital and uh and we believe we have a unique approach so we can uh, i'm sure we'll find a way uh to to make it work out and, and happy to have that meeting so you said tuesday morning uh i'm gonna send you a calendar invite what specific time works best for you um can we do 8 30 Sure, I'll be uh, I'll be there at eight thirty. I can meet you at the hospital directly. Um, I'm I'm gonna I just want making 
make sure I have your right email. It's uh, kayleen.ludwig uh, at 123company.com. Perfect. Cool. Thank you. Boom. Awesome. awesome. How yeah. was that? That's good. I will, I mean, the thing with, like you said, the industry is just so different. Um, yeah. I mean, for instance, a company, I mean, company X, they will incorporate you know, an LMS and then other different types of marketing tools and SaaS tools and all these different things. Whereas a lot of times hospitals, especially those rural hospitals, if they're not using contingent and they are using retained, it's very, very rare that they'll spend the money again to use another retained firm. Right. I didn't understand that. I just don't know enough about recruitment. So when you gave me that objection, like I, I handled it. What you got to understand is like, for me, this is like first day of the job. Right. So I'm oh, trying yeah. to handle yeah. the objection as best as possible <laughs> without knowing yeah. anything about the industry or how that works. Um, I mean, that is too. I mean, I think it's, it's always better if you can still get in front of them just for right. even future references too. And, and as a great SDR, what I would do is go to my, go to my manager and be like, Hey, by the way, I just talked to somebody. I was able to book a meeting, which is really cool, but they say they're using a retained firm. Does that mean that we're screwed and we're not going to be able to get this client? And if they're like, yeah, let's not waste our time. I would just call back and say, John, you know, or Caitlin, I, uh, I, I just talked to our team. It seems like if you're already using a retained firm, uh, it, it might not be a good fit. I totally don't want to waste your time. Um, I, I just want to wish you the best of luck. I'm going to send you an email with my contact information. And uh, if, if that retained firm ends up not working with you or you decide that at least your contingent firms, like, or, or, or you can work it out some other way, whatever, you know, yeah, just get, get in touch with us. We'll be happy to work with you. Um, so that would be my approach. Um, I, uh, I do want to hear from your end. What are some things that maybe I did on the phone that were out of the ordinary from what you've heard at your firm or done and, uh, that, that you think you could use? I mean, always, I think the biggest thing that we can work on is getting past the quote unquote gatekeeper. Um, okay. either an administrative assistant, um, especially for us. I mean, I think I sat down with a CEO that I recently started working with. He said they, no joke, get 20 different phone calls for physician recruitment firms every day. I mean, right. it's a crowded it's, space. It is. It's a crowded space. And then getting past the receptionist is, is hard. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the pointers there about how we're trying to do it. So uh, I think the audience will also love this because this happens sometimes in tech when you're reaching VP level or C level execs, you get a lot of receptionists. I, I'm going to be maybe explicit here in the language, but I, it's, it's for understanding purposes, right? This is what's happening at every firm. If I, um, well, it depends. So this also happens in SMBs and this happens in, in like high, uh, high end recruitment or like high end uh, profiles, right? So C level, VP level, and those are different. So when you're calling a hospital and they have somebody picking up the phone or a receptionist, this is a receptionist to the hospital. This is not an executive assistant. Sure. It is different how you handle an executive assistant than you handle a receptionist. So with the receptionist, right? They're like, hi, thanks for calling ABC hospital. How can I help you? And imagine it's a, it's a small hospital, right? The, the mm -hmm. receptionist actually knows the CEO doesn't work directly and only for the CEOs taking 
call for the whole firm or for the whole company, right? right. The way you want to handle that person is the interaction between the CEO and the receptionist of the hospital speaking on the phone is, hey, man, if it's a client, if somebody needs medical records, whatever, if they, they need to get sorted, point them in the right direction, help them out. If somebody needs to talk to me, I'm not available. I'm never available. I don't take random calls. I had too many people call me that I don't need to talk to. Right. Only pass calls through if I am, if they are my friend, my family, or a, or a current client, right? None of those, if they're a sales guy, anything, tell them to go to hell. I don't want to talk to them. This happens every day, all day, in every call, in every company. Right. This also happens very often in if you're calling law firms, if you're calling accounting firms, if you're calling small medical practices, not necessarily a big hospital with like 200 doctors, but like a tiny hospital. Like this, this happens okay. all the time. Um, what do you want to say? So you got to understand the psychographic profile. Um, and I lost you there for a second. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you? Okay. Yeah, I think the video just froze, but hopefully the audience can hear us. Um, okay. So what's happening here is you got to understand the psycho psychographic profile of the person who is picking up the phone, right? They're like, the, the first thing they're asking is, is this a friend or a client of our CEO, right? So they pick up the phone like, hi, this is Jonathan, ABC Hospital. How can I help you? It could be a variety of things. What, if you just say, hi, I'm calling for, uh, you know, Mr. Johnson, right? Their first, first question is going to be like, yeah, who's calling? Because right. I want to know a friend or sales guy, right? You say, oh, it's Michael. Oh yeah, Michael, how are you? Where are you calling from? They're trying to be friendly because in case you're a friend, they don't want right. to offend you, right? How do we break the pattern? The way we break the pattern is by, say, by saying um, a few things. One, you want to greet the receptionist friendly. And you want to mention the person you want to talk to by first name only, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to mention your name by first name only. So um, I would say things like, um, hi, Jonathan, this is Mike. I'm, uh, is John in? Or, hey, this is Mike. Is Caitlin in? Right? Mm -hmm. uh, or, hey, Susan, this is Mike calling for Caitlin. Right? Um, because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, who's calling? Oh, uh, Mike. Uh, uh. And then they're, they're uh, what do I do now? And they're like, he said, Mike sounds like a friend. Right. Don't want to, don't want to make him feel like I'm an asshole. I'm going <laughs> to put him through directly. Other times they're going to be like, Oh yeah. Um, Mike, Mike, who you should, you should be like, Susan, it's, it's Mike Johnson, right? It's Mike Johnson from AMP health. Right. And they're like, Oh, Mike, sure. One second. You right. never, you, you don't lie. When you, when you work with me, you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't steal, you don't, you don't do anything immoral. Mm -hmm. However, you can adapt your voice and inflect your voice the right way and mm -hmm. be more formal or more casual or however you need to be to manage that interaction, right? That's a smart way to handle it. If they're like, are you a friend of John? You're like, yeah, of course. We just had dinner last week. Lie, right? Uh, the reception will get in trouble. And if you're starting a sales relationship like that with the CEO, he'll never want to work with you. Um, right. uh, so you say that if they're like, where are you calling from? Right. You say, Hey, uh, they're like, if they're like, what are you calling about? That's when you are like, ideally you want to get through always without saying what you're calling about. It's the easiest way because sometimes you might have the Rick down the road that can help you, or you might be working with somebody in their area. 
Um, and, and then you don't want to lie. You don't, don't want to give any information that's not true. So if Rick didn't refer you, you're kind of screwed. Um, right. You could say things like, hey, yeah, no, happy to, uh, happy to explain. Uh, and this is, again, this is a reception. Executive assistant, different way to handle it. Uh, yeah, where I'm calling from AMP Health, you know, I've I've been following uh, some of your uh, interact, some of Rick's, some of like Michael's interactions on on LinkedIn. Seems like you guys have been recruiting for for uh, um, for the medical practitioner for whatever, um, and I just wanted to speak with him about that position. Right. The reason you say that is because you might think, oh, uh, they might be applying for the job or like whatever. You, you want to be slightly deceiving, but always truthful, right? Mm -hmm. They might ask, are you a recruiter? And you might say something like, yes, I work with the most, the most qualified medical practitioner company in Dallas. And we've been recruiting for companies in Georgia for years with an average placement time of 18 months of, or 18 days. I've seen your job has been open for whatever, right? Or, or you know your metrics, 18 days might be ridiculous, but you know, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, you're a good recruitment firm. <laughs> five, uh, five weeks and I've seen your job open for, for three months. I promise I will not take a lot of time. I just need two minutes with John, right? Would that be okay? Can you ask him if he'd be okay with speaking with me for two minutes? And, and then what you're doing is, you're actually doing your hook that you usually do with your prospect directly with the receptionist because the receptionist is gonna call and say, it's gonna say, John, uh, Kayleen's on the phone, right? And it's like, oh, Kayleen, right? If you get through at the beginning, it's going to be like, oh, Kayleen, yeah, sure. And then it's just going to ping John. It's like, hey, John, CEO, uh, Kayleen's on the phone. Kayleen, Kayleen who? She'll be like, oh, I, I didn't ask. It sounded like your friend. Uh, and they, you know, if your name is Tito, you're screwed. So when I used to call call, I changed my name to Mike, right? Kayleen <laughs> is, is a common enough name that he might think, how many Caitlin's do I know? Who might this be? And he's going to pick up the phone. And mm -hmm. therefore your first interaction is not how are you is, you know, I know I'm an interruption. Can I get your time? Right. Can I get this amount of time? So mm -hmm. hi, Mike, Caitlin calling from AMP partners. Uh, I know I've been following your company's job post. I know you've been recruiting for a medical practitioner for a little while. Won't take long. Just wanted to take, 57 seconds to ask you two questions and see if it's worth meeting next week when we're in town. Would that yeah. be okay? Do you have 57 seconds? Right. Mm -hmm. So now as a prospect, I have the hundred percent of the expectation of how long this is going to take. What are you calling me about? And you've, you've told me two pieces of relevant knowledgeable information that now I know this is a good conversation for me. I've been following your company for three months. I've seen that you've had that medical practitioner position open for, for all that time and you haven't filled it yet. And I wanted to speak for 57 seconds. I'm like, sure. What do you want to talk about? Great. I Positions open. Nobody has, you haven't hired anybody yet. Who are you working with? Why were you unable to hire faster and find the right profile? Mm -hmm. Now, I want to tell you that. Right. Because I feel like you can solve my problem. You understand me completely. And you've been mm -hmm. straight to the point. You're not wasting my time straight cut the crap and go straight to the point. So I'd be like, yes, here's our problem. We don't pay enough. We do this. We do that. We're rural. This is the challenges. I'm not getting enough candidates, whatever. How can you help me? And now you have 30 seconds to tell me how you can help me. Fantastic, John. I've been recruiting for XYZ. I have two clients down the road. You always want to use some social proof. You want to mention somebody that you've done the work with. Um, mm -hmm. 
we are the fastest, the best, the cheapest, the longest, the whatever. Uh, and I'm going to be in town. I promised. And then this is what I call called calling jujitsu, right? I'm going to take 57 seconds. That gives you an excuse to close them within 57 seconds. John, I promise I wouldn't take too long. From what you're telling me and the way you're recruiting, I think we can help you a ton. I, I actually don't like the word I can, we can help you, but I think we can work together very well, right? Mm-hmm. I can help you. seems like, oh, you're lost. You need my help. Nobody will admit to that or less people will admit to that. But if you say, I think that from the way you're working, working together would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. and we can be very successful together. Right. Uh, do you have time next week, right? Another thing that I did on the phone that I, that I wanted to highlight uh, during this training is um, I would assume that the, uh, when it's a commodity service, right, at least perceived as a commodity service, right, you're selling me recruitment services. If I go on Google, I'm like recruitment firms for medical practitioners, I get hundreds and I can pick anybody. Sure. You need a differentiator. So mm-hmm. what makes you different, right? Uh, for you, it might be the pricing model, retainer versus contingent, but it, it's also about the level of service. Like if mm-hmm. I were working with a recruiter here at Alti Sales, I would care that they are bending over backwards to really help me. Right. So when, when I want to close that prospect, I want to say, I want to show, I don't want to tell, oh, no, we are, we're a very dedicated firm to help mm-hmm. our clients. It's like, John, can you meet on Tuesday at 1042 in the morning? I'm like, no, I'm busy at 1042. I can do Thursday. No, we can't do Thursday. How about Friday, John? I'd be like, fuck you. I never want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Because you either adapt to me and you serve me or no, no way I'm working with you. So one thing I wanted to do up front in that call was say, I can, I can meet with you. I know you're busy, John. You're the CEO. I can work with you from 6 in the morning to 10 p.m. at night. You tell me when you need me. I'll be out of your door. I'll be there right. early. Right? I'm here to serve you. And if you can do that with your prospects, then you can outbound cold call and you can be successful. Now, now the trick is, is here. Your firm has to be committed to excellent service. Right? right? Cold calling never works for, for, for the lower end of the funnel. If you are the cheapest, crappiest recruitment firm in the nation, uh, don't try to cold call and sell. Uh, do Google ads. You know, cheapest recruitment firm, throw some dollars there. You'll get a bunch of people. And if you're the cheapest, you'll definitely get some people. And, right. and then maybe you can do a fine job being the cheapest, right? But I guarantee you somebody who's charging three times as much can do a better job. Price to quality ratio, maybe you think you're better and that is fine. I believe that in most of the services I hire, I, I really like going high, high end. It helps me be successful. So if you are really high, high end, you, you, can, uh, you can definitely pitch that, show your level of service, show your level of commitment, show your differentiator, show why you're the best thing in the world. And then people will, will pay a premium for, for the best. Right. Um, oh, I went on a really long rant there. Uh, was that <laughs> helpful? Yeah, no, it is. I appreciate it because we are, we are on the higher end for sure. And that retainer contingent, most of the time when people ask that question, are you retained or contingent? When you say retained, they're immediate, they immediately go to a negative place because unfortunately there's a lot of firms out there that quote unquote burn them. So it's selling around that retainer. But I mean, I would say the, I mean, like you said, just trying to be that 
compassionate. You know, if you're real and I'm selling a service, I want to be that on the phone. And just, and it's interesting too, because <laughs> I'm in a different company where I'm also the BDR, but then I, I'm also the one that goes out there on the meetings. Right, your full sales cycle. Full, full sales, yes. Right, so, so you're calling companies actually only your area then, or or to a certain degree places you can travel to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get on the road and you go visit the client, and then you're like, hey, and and then you actually, but you're you're not a recruiter. You will assign a recruiter to them because you specialize in this specific role of finding the right people and, and right. closing them. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Hopefully that was helpful. I, um, I have another 10 minutes, so happy to stay. I don't think we have the time to do another full call, but happy to stay and answer other questions, get other comments. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you have anything else? Sorry. Um, any, I mean, anything else that you would say for me? I mean, I'm a very bubbly type of, I'll like, get on the phone and say, happy Friday, we made it. <laughs> it but right. I don't know, that's just kind of my personality. I let that come out on the phone. Is I mean, I think maybe something I can improve on is if someone's really get to the point, you know, really getting there quickly, but yeah. also keeping that tone. Um, uh, that's a really good question. So you, you, you'll see this, I think I've recorded a few, um, uh, cold calling trainings that I haven't posted yet. So you, you, you definitely had no visibility into this, but I talk a lot about the energy levels. So your energy level, you always want to be 10% more excited than the other person. Um, and it's, it's fine. It's actually, you know, when you're working with recruiters, I feel like the, bubbly girl who is friendly and excited and energetic will sell my company much better than a serious person, right? I want everybody to perceive that my company is a great place to work and it's like happy and excited. So I, mm-hmm. I do like that personality. However, you got to be, I would say in recruitment, you know, in tech sales, I say 10, 10 to 15% more excited. When you're doing, let's say, ticket event sales, uh, I would say 15 to 25% more excited. And I would say maybe recruitment is, is either between those two or, or very, very likely like doing ticket sales, right? Let's say mm-hmm. I'm inviting you to attend uh, a, a conference about recruitment next year, right? I call you like, hey, this is Kaylee. I'm like, hey, Kaylee, this is Michael. I'm calling you from, uh, you know, ABC conference. Um, I was hoping to speak with you briefly. Uh, do you have two minutes? How, how's your day going, right? And you might be like, oh, yeah, well, that conference. Yeah, what, what are you calling about? Well, you know, Kelly, you're in our list of VIP people, and we really want to uh, want you to come this year. Like, it's going to be amazing. And, you know, if you're cold calling for events, it better be an expensive event. And you, you might not be cold calling a recruiter. You might be cold calling a CEO or whatever. But, but if you are able to build a, a, a target list, you want to be super excited because you're inviting them to an event. And likely, you're not just like, hey, can you pay full price, right? You're like, hey, here's a, here's a big discount. Right? right. The biggest discount you'll see online is 10%. I'm going to give you 20. I'm going to give you 30. Right. And then that's big. And you, you're helping them. You're actually providing value. All the values up front. Here it is. Here's my deal. I'm giving you 30%. The conference is worth it. A lot of people are paying full price. You're getting it for 30% off. You're the right person. I've researched your company. You will benefit from the conference. You'll benefit from the network. It's done deal. Boom, boom, boom. So you need a little bit more excitement. However, mm-hmm. it's, it's a percentage increase, right? If somebody is like, Oh fuck! Oh, hello. 
<laughs> you don't want to be like, hey, John, what's up? This is Caitlin. Right. right? So you might want to be like, hi, John. I might have called you about time. This is Caitlin. I'm calling from the XYZ conference. Do you have a few minutes? Right. Like, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've been having a terrible day. I have a headache. Um, can you call me tomorrow? And then just yeah, say yes. Yes, I'll okay. call you tomorrow. You know, be understanding of them. Same with your recruitment, right? If they're like, hello, this is John. You know, like, hey, John, you know, but like, <laughs> hi, John, this is Caitlin. Right. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, you know, I'm with XYZ and I was hoping to speak with you for, for two minutes. Is this an okay time? You know, how's your day going? Um, you know, I, I usually just ask for the time. I tend not to say how, how's your day going, but when you're a little bit more bubbly, when you're selling a little bit things that are more, um, uh, more transactional or when, when, when the things you're selling are more common, you want to distinguish yourself by not being, I, I want your money, like be my client, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be a little bit more like, hey, I, I want to partner up. I want to, I want to provide you a great service. I am available any day, anytime. I'll come over. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll listen to you. I'll take notes. Um, another thing that I, we do on the phone, this is genius when we're doing the first meeting, right? Um, even though we do always have pen and paper for all our account executives who are taking that meeting, right? Um, even on the phone, even in this first conversation, if it's going a little bit longer, you should say, John, g- give me just a second. My pen, my te- my pen stopped working. I want to make sure I'm taking notes so I can, uh, I, I have all this information when we speak next time. Okay. What that will tell me as a prospect is, holy shit, this person listens and she's taking mm-hmm. notes and she's organized and they're a good company. Even if your pen is working perfectly fine, saying that yeah. right, will convince the other person that uh, this might be a better fit than anybody else. Not by saying we're better. We're better. We're faster. We're cheaper. No, no, no. Sure. Hey, let, let, me, let, let me just grab another pen. My pen stopped working. I want to make sure we take notes. Oh, I can be available anytime, John. You tell me, you know, from 6 in the morning, Monday through Sunday to, to 10 p.m., I, I can be there, right? I have, a, I have a two-year-old kid that I need to put to bed uh, at 10 p.m. <laughs> they go to bed really late <laughs> or whatever. But, uh, but, 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 but you'll figure it out, right? You, you'll figure out a way that you can, you can do that. And, and if you can get one more deal or two more deals or whatever, um, usually the, the, the Delta really makes a difference. So. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was super fun. Hopefully the audience enjoyed it. Any last comments or questions, uh, Kaylin? Any, hopefully a lot of doctors or CEOs of hospitals are watching this and they should get in touch with you. Um, <laughs> I'll tag okay. you in the comments for sure. But if you want to share your information, how to get in touch with you or any, any message to the audience, that's totally fine as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Happy holidays. <laughs> ah, fantastic. Yeah, thanks everybody for attending. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Kaylin. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Great, bye.